Welcome to the Rise Daily Podcast. Here we choose healing. Here we choose growth. Here we will learn to empower one another to rise above our daily challenges. We are your hosts, Anita and Alicia. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Rise Daily Podcast. I know you have been breathless with anticipation for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Breathless for sure. Oh my gosh. Yes, we are so excited. We have an amazing guest with us today, Mindy Cope. Welcome. So excited to have you here with us. Thank you. Yeah, we, um, well, I'm just going to start with how I met you and oh my goodness it's been I think I want to say it's been like four years ago mm-hmm. that I was introduced to you by our mutual friend Bobby and um, it's just been a blast ever since and uh, the first time we met we went on an overnight camping escapade <laughs> really was, oh I think it was two nights it was a couple of nights Oh yes, but I mean, well, the the night I'm thinking of was oh, in the, the camping. Yeah, yeah, the camping night. <laughs> amazing and crazy and amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness, I kind of want to hear more about that. <laughs> well, let me tell you this part. So we didn't have a tent because we walked in like eight miles, maybe nine. I don't, don't nine. cut us off at nine. Okay, nine nine <laughs> miles. So we just had our little. Um, like the mat that you sleep on uh uh-huh. and our sleeping bag. And as we were getting to the place where we were going to stay the night, there was a snake going Giants. And I was my like, gosh, oh my <laughs> gosh, what if a snake gets in my sleeping bag? Cause we had no cover, you know, it was, and then we woke up in the morning with bats flying around and it was really cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is an intense meeting. I mean, well, you guys went deep quick. We did. Oh, we did. And the hike required that you take these little bags with you. You everything oh, you brought in, you take you out had to bring out and everything. That's, that's everything. the hike that you guys went on together. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. But it can was, we say? Can we say what that is? What the place is? Was it Buckskin Gulch? It was Buckskin Gulch. Yeah. Look that up, everybody. You will die when you see the pictures of that. There, place. It was gorgeous. <laughs> it really was amazing. So um, cool. So cool. So that was, I want to say it was like four years ago, right? Seems and, like it. It was a while ago. Yeah. Sure. And then after that, um, well, of course, being on that trip with Mindy, um, I learned a lot of the work that she was doing. And it's amazing. And Thank you, Mindy, for what you've introduced into my life, because it has given me freedom from so many things. Well, you, you were really already there. You're the first person, Alicia, that I have presented it to. And you're like, oh yeah, I got this. So, well, we're already there. No, you, uh, thank you. But it was, (laughs) it's just like, once you learn that we're, I mean, we shouldn't already know this, but we're responsible for our own happiness and joy in life. Mm -hmm. And if we're willing to do the work to make our life that way, then it's a huge reward. But yeah. it also takes work. time. Like you have to actually put set a set aside <laughs> a time and place to do that because otherwise our days come and go, and pretty soon we're like, oh my goodness, what is yeah. happening? But yeah. uh, also another thing that I want to mention about you, Mindy, is how incredible you have been with my kids. 
like especially yeah. with Samantha um mm-hmm. you know just being a single mom for so long that's when you met her I want to say she mm-hmm. was um a single mom and um just the love that you poured into her and into her babies and mm-hmm. you're just amazing <laughs> you are yeah I just well, very dear to a, my heart she's an easy person to love so yes. it was yeah. not hard at all she's so sweet and then one last thing um in the evolve um seminar thing that you did that is the mm-hmm. very first time that I ever taught uh my first mm-hmm. yoga flow yes I yes. remember that so <laughs> I went so Bobby is um who I took my yoga training from um that long ago and she ended up being sick one night when we were going to this what you, you don't call it a seminar what is it we just call it evolve evolve okay yeah and um anyway Bobby wasn't able to come and Mindy looks at me and she's like hey <laughs> and my I like my whole being was just like oh, I don't know I can't do because I've never I had never taught a yoga flow before and she's like you can do it it's just us girls and you can just do what you can and thank you for that because because of that I've always remembered like oh I did a yoga flow that I didn't even prepare for and it it worked out like it was totally fine and you just I don't want to say push but you give me opportunities to grow and evolve <laughs> in my life so thank you for that well and you did an amazing job like that is a natural ability of yours a natural talent so no one would have even known that was your first time doing that you would it seemed like you'd been doing it for ever you're so cute Wow, Mindy, in just in that introduction, I my mind is reeling with all of these things about you. It's so cute how you kind of like downplay, well, I'm like not really a big deal, but and here's Alicia <laughs> yeah. going, You gave me freedom. <laughs> she gave it herself and I, I just walked with her. Oh amazing. But you oh know what? Gosh. I love that you said that because it is like, those are the things that help us is having somebody walk through things with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. when we're on our own, it's just, it's more difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but Alicia, something you said really like stuck with me when you said, I mean, we should know this already, but we're responsible for our own happiness and joy, which sometimes people don't know that. I mean, if we are in an intimate relationship so often, and it's so easy for us to feel like, Hey, this is on you. If I'm not happy, you know, you're not making me happy in this relationship. And so I feel like that's a good place to start because it's not always like instinctively known that we're responsible for our own joy and happiness. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's start from there today. Yes. So Mindy, tell us, how did you come across uh, Byron Katie's work? Okay. And let's start with that. And then I'll just let you kind of go into however you want to flow with that. So it was a, it was a steps. It was, it was a progression. Um, I, my theme quote is life is like a snow globe. Often it's prettiest when it's after it's been turned upside down. Mm. And so I, had a snow globe experience and it was shook so hard that when it got turned back on upside down 
all of the scenery was changed. Everything, new everything. Every relationship had been affected in my life by the snow globe experience. And I remember laying on the bathroom floor in my bathroom um, in so much excruciating emotional, physical pain, like I have been tasered by a taser gun and that's a story for another day. And it was mm-hmm. out of fun, <laughs> but I, it was like getting physically tasered by a taser gun. And I rolled over onto my back and I looked up at the ceiling and I said to my heavenly father, um, I will say thank you until I mean it for this experience. Mm-hmm. So wow. that's what put me on the journey of, okay, how are we going to make this work towards our benefit? So I just started reading every single thing I could get my hands on. And I came across Brene Brown. Mm -hmm. You guys, are you? Yes, love her. And Mm -hmm. she was like, I was like, nothing gets better than Brene Brown, you know? And um, what I realized was she helped crack open that crusty thought process, that rigid thought process that I had in my brain. I didn't even know it was rigid. Do you know what I'm saying? It was just, Mm -hmm. so she helped me crack that open. And then a friend of mine introduced me to Byron Katie and that just blew up my world, just Mm -hmm. blew it up. And um, even my mom, after she had seen me go through the process, she was like, uh, your whole personality's changed. I don't even know you anymore. And I was like, no, now you actually do know me because it wasn't me, you know, because we are always searching for others, love, approval, or appreciation outside of ourselves. And once I realized that, no, 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 it's got to come from within. It changed everything. It changed all the rules. So it was very difficult for everyone around me for a few years. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Oh, my word. Everything that you have said so far has been so powerful. I have a question. Um, what was the very first uh, like work of, of Byron Katie's that you got your hands on? Was it a book? Was it her? What what um, What is it? Oh, you know, that was like eight to 10 years ago. So what I do remember my friend telling me about her so I went home and I got on YouTube and I googled her and um, I just started watching her and she would facilitate people through these worksheets that she had created and these worksheets are a whole lot like CBT therapy cognitive behavioral therapy they're a whole lot like picking out that thought or that that belief and really just peeling it away and saying how true is this or am I do I have a maladaptive thought here you know what I'm saying so I would watch her and at first I was like, uh, she didn't tell her crap. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but for some reason, I just kept coming back to her and I would find myself because during that snow globe experience, uh, you're wounded. You oh, after yes. the after it's all said and done, you're still laying there like a gourd victim. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I found myself watching her like for one day, like three hours a day, every day for months and months and months. And then one day it just, the light went off in my head and I was like, Oh my gosh, she is brilliant. And she has been telling them amazing things. And my brain, my brain had been closed. My mind had been closed. So I can't remember exactly which one it was, but I spent hours with her on YouTube. 
No, I love that process because I mean, that, that's going to be relatable to a lot of people when they watch like maybe her first YouTube and yeah. you're like, okay, it took and me they're not, you're not going to get her. You're, you're going to be like, um, she especially didn't... when you're wounded, yeah. you know, because you're not like as receptive, you're so right. in your pain and you're so in your, in your shell. And, and so yeah. it takes a process. And, and when those wounded, you're wanting someone to fix it for you. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You want someone to pull you out of that, um, that hole. And, oh, this reminds me, can I share this fun little poem with you guys? Please. Oh, so it's called, um, there's a hole in my sidewalk and it's by Portia Nelson. And this also, cause you start to notice the patterns that you fall into in your life and mm-hmm. your life is just full of pattern after pattern until you accomplish what you need to learn from that pattern and then it stops. So (laughs) when I heard this poem, I just was like, oh my gosh, that's the coolest poem I've ever heard. So I'm gonna share it with you real quick. So it's called An Autobiography in Five Short Chapters. And it says, chapter one, I walk down the street, there's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in, I'm lost, I'm helpless. It isn't my fault, it takes forever to find a way out. Chapter two, I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I'm in the same place, but it isn't my fault. It still takes a long time to get out. Chapter three, I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it. I see it's there. I still fall in. It's a habit. My eyes are open. I know where I am. It's my fault. I get out immediately. Chapter four, I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I I walk around it. Chapter five, I walk down another street. Oh my word. (laughs) How is that relatable to everyone in the world? Right. And I I will be like, oh, I'm in the hole. I'm so silly. And how often does that happen? All the time. And those those patterns will happen in our lives continuously (laughs) until we figure it out. Mm -hmm. And they don't stop until you figure it out. So... Um, do you feel like doing the worksheets is what has helped the most? Yes. Okay. Yes. And those were, those are hard to learn how to do because um, a lot of people, they'll get to the turnarounds and that's, we'll just, we'll figure that out in just a minute. But these turnarounds, if you're not careful, will induce shame and guilt upon yourself. Mm-hmm. And and so you've got to be, and a lot of people want to just jump to the turnaround and they won't want to do the middle part, which you've got to do the grunt work you've got to do the digging and the surgery she Byron Katie calls it the surgery and then those turnarounds don't feel shameful or painful does that make sense Mm -hmm. at all it does Mm -hmm. to me Mm -hmm. Anita does that to you yeah I mean like I recently was listening to another podcast that talked about like uh, kind of excavating your pain and when you when you do that it is like surgery Mm -hmm. and then it comes up for you in such a force that it can be all consuming but it's part of the process right Right. because it's like the reason that they talk about it as surgery is because after surgery you have a big Mm -hmm. scar or healing process that Mm -hmm. you have to go through yeah recovery recovery. process Mm -hmm. but then after the recovery process you're You're different you're you're good you're yeah so I love that actually um I would love to 
like kind of understand the process because honestly to I've never I've never done one of the worksheets okay, okay. so I I wanted to do it before we did an interview with you but I'm kind of glad that we didn't so that I can come um as as a new new eyes so that the people that are listening that also haven't had an experience can can hear like the um just the the raw experience of what that looks like here's my other question i'm sorry to layer it but um is this i love the idea of being able to do this intimately yourself like the work yourself you know right now that doesn't mean that you also don't couple that or partner it with therapy sure right mm -hmm. but but to start something just intimately because maybe you're not ready to go to therapy because it's something that Mm -hmm. like shook you so hard. I love your snow globe analogy. Yeah. I've mm -hmm. never heard that before. Oh. And it's so powerful and beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe you're just in it alone right now. And to be able to do that work, it seems like such a gift. Yes. No, so, it is. And I even for me, it's because I've tried the therapy route. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm even going to school right now to ultimately become a therapist, but oh, I love this that. way doesn't muddy the water because in therapy, sometimes a therapist, they're human too, and they will project what they think you're going through on you. And then it muddies your water too, yeah. to where mm -hmm. these worksheets, you, you cannot muddy your water. Like they are so clear and so crisp that it's like, oh, of course, I'm so funny, you know, and you actually end up giggling at yourself afterwards. <laughs> Mindy, I have had that experience with a therapist before mm -hmm. where it muddied my water so much. It created this massive belief in me that collapsed me yeah, and led me to addiction. And now, now I'm not saying that no. it's their fault. I'm just saying that I was struggling and I needed that support and that, you know, like help me walk through this. And they, I felt like they buried me alive and yeah. that's just my personal experience. Right. And so, so um, I love that, that we can actually partner with God mm -hmm. because he's the ultimate therapist. Absolutely. He will guide us and he will help us do the work if we are in that process yes mm -hmm. yes and during this process and when I went through it and I was coming up for air you know and starting to feel recovered and I thought oh Heavenly Father how am I going to if someone wanted to know this process I didn't write it down like how am I going to know how to help or share it with others because it has brought me so much personal freedom. Mm -hmm. And that is where the ground rules came into play. Um, and you almost like everything can happen at once. Like you can do worksheets, ground rules, all of that all at once, but I don't know. Do you want to hear the ground rules? Yes. I, I think that that would be such a great idea. And then just explain what they are or, you know, give us okay. examples of, of that because I feel like the ground rules are super important. They I would are... love to hear as much of the process as you're willing to share with us. <laughs> I could keep you four days. 
So maybe okay. not. <laughs> we'll, so, do a, we'll do a continuous episode right. here. Mindy, I do have a question about the ground rules. Are these something that Byron Katie has put together or is this your? These are, um, they are thoughts that Byron Katie um, would share. She's never okay. called them her ground Got rules. Okay. They came to me as my ground rules. Okay. But did I create them? Absolutely not. I just was like, oh yes, that's, that's, that's for me. That's, that's key to what helped me. Perfect. Okay. Um, okay. And let me know if I, sometimes I leave words out and talk and I th- assume everyone knows what I'm talking about and okay. tell me if you don't <laughs> stop me if you okay. have questions. You know, all right. Yeah. Oh, we will. We'll dig. Okay. Don't worry. So the first ground rule um, that I did get from Byron Katie for sure is this is happening for you, not to you. Mm-hmm. So if you can take life and the circumstances that you're going through and um, stand there and say, okay, how could this possibly be happening for me? It almost puts you in a state of gratitude mm-hmm. and then you can find um how that's happened for you. And one of the silliest examples was I, and Alicia knows this one, I got bit by a spider on my foot and it swelled up to this purpley blue black thing going on. And, and I kind of couldn't walk on my foot. And the next day was mother's day. And I was in charge of a big family dinner for my family of 50. And um, I had all these other things um, to do too, like pass out ministering gifts for mother's day, you know, that's kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't walk. And so I was like, okay, okay, this is happening for me, not to me. How how is this spider bite blessing my life right now? So <laughs> I, I wrote a poem about the pretty colors on my foot. I was like, okay, that's pretty. Yeah, okay. My God. Poem. And then I was like, um, okay, I'm grateful for spiders. I probably scared the spider as much as the spider hurt me, you know, trying to be compassionate toward the spider. And then my husband walked in. And he um, is a wonderful man, but he he gets overwhelmed by all my silly little projects or all my great ideas, okay? And I'm sitting there and he can see my foot and and he knows I can't walk. And I say, I just have all these things and I don't know how I'm going to get them done. And he goes, I'll take care of it for you. And I just started sobbing because right then and there, I would have taken 20 spider bites for that reaction. So the spider bite was happening for me, not to me, because it provided an opportunity for my husband to serve me and for me to reciprocate in a loving manner. So beautiful. That is just one simple way that that rule works, but it works across the board in every circumstance. It's just, you've got to be really open-minded to find it. Mm-hmm. And and willing to be so yes. optimistic. My word, you are so optimistic. How is this a good thing? Yeah. And we have to be <laughs> in that mindset. It kind well, of it's a practice. Me. Yes. You have to practice. practice it and and be aware. Okay, here's a here's an unpleasant or a negative situation. I can choose right now. I always have a choice. Mm-hmm. What do I want to do with it? Yeah. So and you mentioned that even when at the very beginning, when you talked about the snow globe experience and you were on your back, looking up at the ceiling and saying, I'm going to say thank you every day until I mean it. Um, yeah. And oh, that, that is so good. That is full of like hope. 
yeah. and gratitude yes. too, because mm-hmm. you know that you will eventually get to that place, but it's not there yet. No, no. And, and so, honestly, when yeah. I said it, I didn't mean it. I was like, I am so full of hate, anger, rage, hurt. Every negative emotion was just permeating and living strong in my soul at that moment. Yeah. yeah. So, and oh my goodness. Okay. So, so that's the theme is that you are looking for the good in the situation. You're, you're hopeful. You're going to be grateful for this at some point, but you start there because it is such basic human instinct to be negative. Yes. And then to just be like, why me? Or all Mm -hmm. the, all of those things. That's so natural. That feels so comfortable to us. Doesn't it? Yes. The victim. And it was so fun for you to say, why me? Because Uh turn around to that is why not me? Who do I think I am to not be able to have this experience in my life? Like, why do I think I'm better than everybody else that I shouldn't have this, this hard obstacle to overcome because everyone will get them. Everyone will have them. So, yes. And so in the midst of that, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. Just that in the midst of that um, process that is so natural to think, why me? You have to like immediately say, okay, I need to feel uncomfortable here. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a completely different, I'm going to view this whole thing completely different. It's not going to be my usual. No. And that's when you notice you're in the pit. Do you know what I'm saying? That sidewalk poem we just talked Mm -hmm. about. You notice you're in the pit. You notice I've, I've been here before. This may be a different circumstance, yeah. but I've been here before. So yes. what are we going to do about? <laughs> Looks familiar, <laughs> feels familiar. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So these are just tools. And have you guys heard of Dave Ramsey, the, the financial guy? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how to get out of debt, you first start with your smallest debt and you pour all your money onto that and then you throw that onto your next debt and then your next debt. And then by the time you get to your biggest one, you can just be like, we're done. Same kind of process. You start small, like you start in the grocery line and it's a big long line and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm in a hurry. Get get me out of here. And then you think, no, 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 this is happening for me, not to me. Why? Mm -hmm. And, and then you're like, maybe I can meet a person here. Sorry, Lisa, you look like you're raising your hand. (laughs) I have a question, question, Mindy. I I do want you to finish up the ground rules, but since you're just saying like the baby steps, so I know that there is also another worksheet that has, it's like, I complain about blank because whatever. Is that what you're saying that we start with recognizing the different complaints that we have throughout the day? Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm. Recognize them. And then you flip them. You're like, okay, how can I look at this completely opposite? And, and, and it, it becomes a game like, oh, this is exciting. How's this going to work out for me? Do you know what I'm saying? Like I went to a, a, a guy, a motivational speaker, and he talked about, and this is true. Our emotions um, just produce energy and then we label them. So fear and excitement produce the same level of energy and then we tap on that label. So I can change fear to excitement just like that. All you have to do is say, oh my gosh, this is exciting. And your brain's like, is it? Is it exciting? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. So, so anyways, okay. yes. Should we go to the next question? Yes, let's go to number two. I have okay. I have a quick, quick question. Oh, go for it. Do you feel like complaining can be an addiction? Yes, it's a bad habit for sure. Mm-hmm. And and then when you start to whittle away on that habit 
And then you start hearing other people. You're just kind of like, oh, be patient with them. They haven't taken the time or the journey to get to it, you know? So yes. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Number two is any negative thought is a lie. So this mm. piggybacks onto this is happening for you, not to you, because if you're believing that negative thought and not understanding that it's happening for you, um, then you are now starting to believe a lie. So um, that's enough. They, they kind of go hand in hand to me. That's why I put those two back to back, because I will be in a thought where I'm like, "Ooh, this person is X, Y and Z. You're, I'm so mad at this person. I'm like, oh, this is a negative thought. You are believing a lie. So it's kind of like an alarm system for me, mm-hmm. like a backup plan. Does that make sense? I remember mm-hmm. you saying that it's like a warning bell to learn about myself. Yeah. So and I love that. Yeah. It, we, uh, one, someone explained it as like going out to recess. You're living, you're having a happy time. And then once that negative thought comes in, that's a warning bell saying it's time to come back into the classroom and learn about yourself. So when you've got that, you're like, oh, it's time for school right now. It's time to learn instead of recess. That's literally what's happening to me in this moment. I'm like, (laughs) okay, I've done so much work. Wow. I mean, like, you know, we want to help people and share what we've learned so far, but it is like hitting home for me right now. Like, wow, I I still there. Of course, we always have work to do. We never stop learning or growing or evolving, but Mm -hmm. it's just like really hitting home in that exact way for me right now. Well, and then when those negative thoughts pop in, they're not scary anymore. You look forward to it because you're like, oh my gosh, here's something I get to discover about myself. Let's check it out instead of putting it in a box and being afraid of it and packing it away. And then it just grows big behind the scenes and you've got to eventually open it up and it's this mess, you know? Right. Or not even noticing that it's happening. Right. And that we learned a fun thing. second nature. Yeah. And here's a fun little, just a fun little thing we've learned school in psychology is to check yourself on a scale of one to 10 throughout the day, stop and say, am I at a zero? I'm at a one. Where am I at? And how did I get here? And to make that a habit throughout your day to constantly check yourself. And that has been a lot of fun too. Cause I'm like, Oh wait, I'm more at a six right now. how did I get here? And then I can rewind the day, see where it started and then do something about it as opposed to fester and spread negativity to everyone I come in contact with, you know, (laughs) so good. Okay. Next, next one. Yes, please. Let's roll down to it. Okay. This one, um, gave me most freedom out of all of them. Um, there's three types of business, my business, your business and God's business. Mm -hmm. And this totally comes from Byron Katie, but I remember all my whole life up until I discovered Byron Katie was living in other people's business. Mm-hmm. Like, so let me explain this to you. So I'm going to quote her real quick. Are you cool with that? Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. Much of our stress comes from mentally, mentally living out of our own business, out of our own business. When you think you need to get a better job, I want you to be happy. You should be on time. You need to take better care of yourself. I'm in your business. When I'm worried about earthquakes, floods, wars, or when I will die, I'm in God's business. Mm -hmm. If I'm mentally in your business or in God's business, the effect is separation and loneliness. If you are living your life and I am mentally living your life, who is here living my life? Mm -hmm. We're both over there. 
being mentally in your business keeps me from being present in my own. I am separated from myself, wondering why my life doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Wow, amazing. (laughs) And I lived in other people's business my whole life, not even understanding that that I was separating myself from myself. Like, Mm -hmm. so um, this is the last one for this one. And this one just tickles me like I giggle every time I read it. Um, To think that I know what is best for anyone else is to be out of my business. Even in the name of love, it is pure arrogance. And the result is tension, anxiety, and fear. Do I know what's right for me? That is my only business. Let me work on that before I try to solve your problems. Oh my. With our children. So beautiful. Right. 100%. And Alicia did one uh, worksheet on one of her kiddos. Mm-hmm. And she just freaking nailed it. Like she <laughs> oh was like, God. oh my gosh, I'm in her business and just oh. loved her. I'm not going to say any names. Mm-hmm. Just loved right. them in that situation, even though it was for a mom would be difficult. Yeah. Now I, I know the dynamic in that relationship and it's constantly like every time she's responding in that relationship, I'm like, wow, whoa, incredible, amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How, How, you know, like, because it's, it's not the typical, right? It's not, uh, it's not written with worry and fear and anxiety, right? Right. It's fresh. It's a, it's a fresh outlook. And it's just like Mm -hmm. inspiring every time. Like, wow, incredible, powerful, like amazing that, that she can be there for them in such a loving, supportive way with no Mm -hmm. attachments of adding guilt or shame to any of the process. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And no reflection on her, like, oh, if they're failing, I'm failing. Or do you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Because they're not failing. What they're doing is going through their own living process, you know? And so, no, when, yeah. So that, that ground rule provided me the most freedom just because I had lived a life of hustling and being in other people's business and saying, oh, they should be doing this or they should be doing that or they need to mow their lawn, even to that. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Or why are they doing what they're doing to where I'm like, it's none of my business. And once I stopped getting in people's business, I was like, so much more happier. Mm-hmm. So much more Okay. Happier. So, so this rule, um, like I, I, I love it. I love <laughs> the angle of it. And there's going to be so many people that don't want to be in their business. No. I mean, in their own business, if that makes right. sense. So they're going to use being in someone else's business as a distraction from looking at their, their own. Selves. It's it's scary. So when I learned this rule and I'd realized that I'd been in, I hadn't even lived my own life. I didn't even know who I was. All of a sudden I, I started taking myself on dates and I started, I started like Byron Katie mentions, okay, you have to learn how to be your very best friend. You eat with yourself, you sleep with yourself, you go to the bathroom with yourself, you do every freaking thing with yourself. Why in the world are you not yourself's best friend? And I was like, I don't know. And so then all of a sudden I was like, I need to learn how to be my best friend. And then it was like, I can be with people. I don't have to be with people, whatever. I'm going to be happy in any circumstance. Gorgeous. And that is a huge freedom because yeah. I went into 
you know, over the years working through all that, I feel so comfortable just being by myself. And yes, and I know the things that make me happy and what I want to do when I am on my own when I'm by myself. And it, like it, it really is such a beautiful thing to yeah. not feel like I have to have somebody entertaining me or right. Or filling my cup, I guess. Right. Or, oh, I'm alone. I'm a loser. Where it's yeah, like, no, 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 no. You're mm-hmm. alone with your best friend. Go have a good time. You yeah. know? Love that. <laughs> that That's such a, a massive perception. I can look back and think about times when maybe I'm even in the shower and instead of just being present in the moment and like exfoliating my face or like right. just nurturing myself, my mind is with someone else worrying about their life and their process. And Mm -hmm. so like, you're not even present in, in your moment. You're missing your whole life. You're missing your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And we didn't, I didn't even know it for, I didn't even know I was missing my whole life. And so So many of us, I needed that snow globe experience. I needed it. And I had no idea that I needed it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. That cover that rule pretty good. Yes. Ready for the next one? Yep. Okay, let's see. The next one. Oh, golly, I get so giddy about it. (laughs) I I get it. I'm so into this. I can't. I'm like with my pen, number four. Oh, yeah. Number four. I already have my notes. (laughs) (laughs) Number four is if you can see it in others, it is in you. Yeah. And this one is painful for a lot of people because, um, like, the the positive of this is so if you are judging someone or condemning someone um it's in you you're angry you're being the jerk you're being the judgy one right now okay but if you're sitting there going oh my gosh i love this about this person that is also in you does that make sense so if there is a quality you like about somebody else it's because you already have it Mm -hmm. so it goes both ways so like my husband he's like okay, so what about a murderer? Like if I can say, oh, that I'm judging them, calling them a murderer, this rule doesn't make any any sense. I'm like, yes, it does. I, murder can be on very different levels. Like you can murder a relationship. Mm-hmm. You can, oh, you can yeah. murder a bug. I mean, you're looking at that life as invaluable. And that is exactly what a murderer has done. They've looked at a life and thought this isn't valuable and no longer needs to exist. So I'm not saying we're running around killing people, but we do murder things. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So for sure, it can go extreme to that, you know? So if you are being condemning or judging or harsh to someone else, it is because those things are in you. Mm -hmm. And so I, whenever I want to do that, I'm like, shut up. Don't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) And also in the same respect, you have people that see gifts in other people and you don't yes. have self-esteem in yourself or self-worth or self or, or value mm-hmm. who you are. But if you're walking around seeing the gifts in everyone else, mm-hmm. then that is you. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And absolutely. so receive so, that. I love it. Yeah. She just, Byron Katie, she says, everyone is a mirror image of yourself, your own thinking coming back at you. Yeah. So however you're thinking now, it will be reflected back onto you a hundred percent. A spiritual slap in the face there. <laughs> They're good. You just turn yeah. the other it's cheek. A, run. Good it's, job. A, it's a good one. <laughs> okay. Um, On to the next. Okay. The next one is um, 
you have everything you need in this moment. So um, a silly little example of this is we were on a hike up in Washington or Oregon. We were walking through the Redwood Forest, one of them. And I was dying of thirst. And so Byron Katie will say, if you don't have it in that moment, you don't need it. So I was like, I'm dying of thirst, but I guess I don't need it because I don't have one. I don't have a drink. So I'm just going to be happy in this circumstance and, and experience the, the sensations of thirst. Okay. And honestly, I can't tell you, I've never been this thirsty in my life. And I was like, okay, I must not need it. We come up over a hill and in this random thicket of bushes is a drinking fountain. Is oh, my a drinking word. Fountain. <laughs> oh my word. Oh my word. And I was like, I, God will give it to you in that moment when you need it. And I was like, uh-huh. I needed a drink of water. You know what I'm saying? But that one was so fun for me because I was practicing. I was practicing that ground rule. Mm-hmm. Like I have everything I need in this moment. And if I don't have it, I must not need it. Mm-hmm. So when, when we came up over the hill and I saw the drinking fountain, I was like, I must need it. <laughs> so, I, I absolutely love moments like that. I mean, yeah. like, uh, signs or messages from Mm -hmm. heavenly father from the universe i mean like if you are active in the process of healing and you're in this journey of like how can i become more those moments just happen in such a huge way i love it so much when that happens oh my god they happen all the time like it's if you and sometimes i get sloppy and lazy with these ground rules sometimes i do and but when I'm living them sharp, oh my gosh, it is just like so much. Power. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh this, my gosh. I this love one it. reminds me so much of our parents. So don't you feel Anita? Um, mm-hmm. They they live by this. Like they, Do they? Yes. Oh yeah. And yes. they, I love that. They seem to always have everything that they need too. You know, it just comes to them in the form of a gift or like so many different things. They'll tell us. Mm-hmm. This is what was happening. And then God provided, you know, right? I love that. And he does it every time. Every time. If you don't get tripped up in the anxiety and fear of it all, you know, it's perfect love casts out all fear. You know, when you can live that fearless life full of love, it doesn't really matter what's going to happen. You're you're ready just to experience it. They're the greatest example for us in gratitude. Like we are so rooted in that, that even when we were like little kids and we're walking around, my mom would just make such a big deal over the tiniest little flower or look at this. Oh my goodness. Look at the abundance. I mean, like just every little thing was a miracle Mm -hmm. in her eyes, which it which is. kind of that ingrained it in us mm-hmm. to that's see it. everything as a miracle. And so now like that's, that's literally what I pray for. I mean, I just see everything that way because they instilled that in us so greatly. And even as of last week, right, Alicia, they receive everything that they need. I mean, like always, always, it's just mm-hmm. this beautiful experience and process for them and yeah. we get to watch it it's such an amazing thing um, when do i get to meet you i'll take you out to them anytime they're <laughs> so cute um but yesterday mom was saying um going along the lines with the gratitude she was like oh aren't we so blessed that we get to have 
fresh air for free. We don't have to pay for it. And the yeah. sunlight that we get every day, it's for it. free. For like free. We get <laughs> for real. Like, yes. So cute. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And, you know, they, she, yeah looks beyond sometimes where mm -hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't even thought about that. I don't have to pay for the sun. <laughs> right. Right. I love that. That yeah. is magnificent. Jeez. Honestly, Mindy, when we were kids, that kind of stuff would bug us. We'd be like, mom, not up lady. Yeah. On. <laughs> of course we don't have to pay for it. You know what I mean? And she's just, she's yeah, just never changed. I love she brings that. us into the moment. Like it grounds mm -hmm. us and it yes. brings us to that present moment That's which exactly is exactly it yeah yeah the point of having yeah everything that we need right now it's amazing and and when I feel an unpleasant thought or experience something I will I will start to go through my ground rules and be like okay which one am I breaking which uh -huh. one is being broken right now I know one's being broken so let's let's look into it oh, and this you is can so quickly good. take on any one of them and and get over it or mm -hmm you know what I'm saying get yourself in a or just get back in alignment yeah yeah there you go that's a better way to say it okay are we ready for the mm -hmm. next one yes okay this one's kind of I need to clean this one up better but I squish it into two and it's love and love what is okay so first we've got to redefine what love is and it was one way to describe it is and I obviously believe in God, but you can say universe. So imagine God as a big, big apple pie. And we are all slices from him here on earth. And you would never say that's not an apple pie. You would say, yeah, that's apple pie, like that slice of apple pie. So God, the definition of God is love. So you, we are love. We can't not be love, no matter what. The only thing we can do is lose the awareness that we are love, okay? Mm -hmm. And how one loses the awareness is her greatest prayer that Byron Katie gives is, God, spare me from the desire for love, approval, or appreciation. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so let me explain that a little bit better. Um, there's a little girl at a sandbox. She's playing. She's just having a delightful time by herself. And um, she decides to do a somersault and she is so surprised that she could do it. And she's so happy that she did it. So she thought, oh, I'm going to do it again. So she does it again. But this time she catches the attention of others around her and they clap. And the second she does it again for them, she now loses the awareness of love. And because she's seeking for their love, approval or appreciation. She's not doing it for the love of doing it. She now wants something from them. and. That is huge for me because I noticed that for the majority of my life, I was performing to get that outside love, approval, and appreciation from others. And I wasn't doing it for the pure love of me loving to do it. And because I'm a person of love. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, great. oh, my word. So, you, you are taking us to therapy, girl. <laughs> Wow. Well, okay. I went to Byron Katie's 10 day school and we weren't even allowed to smile at people because that was a form of manipulation of, I want you to like me. Wow. And so I see that. I see that. I constantly do that. Like yes. I smile at and, everybody. 
And so for that 10 days, a lot of the days we had to spend in silence, a lot of things, it was a wonderful experience. And that's a whole nother thing too. But I learned now I just smile because I love smiling. I don't care if you like me or not, because guess what? I like you. And so Mm. you don't have to like me because I like you. Okay. (laughs) So I feel like that's where I'm smiling from. Yeah. Yeah, Well, it's nice. I just love people. Yeah. To know that you're smiling from a genuine place. And I didn't even realize that I wasn't like, I just Mm -hmm. like, this is the nice thing to do. This is what people like, you know, I didn't realize that there was this deeper level of self-love. Like I'm smiling because I'm just genuinely happy, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and, and now it's like, I don't care. I mean, it is nice when people are reciprocal. I do prefer reciprocation in love, but I don't care if they do it or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm giving a gift or giving love, that's it. That's the end of it. Mm-hmm. If I get something in return, yeah, that's great. But if I don't, mm-hmm. um, that's great too. And if I expect something in return, then I know I did it outside of love. Right. That's the hardest thing I feel like because so many times people serve and and if they if that's not reciprocated they feel yeah. like but i did this for you but then right. that's not genuine service right if you're feeling an like you have expectations yeah. yeah 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 there's this and 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 you walk away disappointed and it's an unsatisfied appetite can never mm-hmm. satisfy it mm-hmm. or you do you do service because you want people to think you're spiritual or that you're good or that you're this or that you're yeah. that and and you're trying to get that that external appreciation from people where it's like, no, just be who you are, you know? Mm-hmm. So that one, and then loving what is, is, um, so love and loving what is, they're actually two different things, but I just mush them together because they uh-huh. have the word love in them. And I love the word love. It's actually my password. I to love my- the word love too. <laughs> We all know if you need to get my phone, it's love. Oh my <laughs> god, so hard on Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> so we're so loving. Lucky. What is is what she says is when you argue with reality, you lose, but only a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> oh my gosh, so that's so great. If you are not loving what is, you will struggle and you will find pain. Yeah, and and so if things are happening and you think, oh, they shouldn't be happening you're wrong because they are happening yeah you know so you have to pull in those ground rules and be like okay let's find some gratitude let's find what's Mm. really happening in this situation it could be someone else's snow globe yes yes and you can't get in the way of that no and and you don't want to hamper that like here's the thing like my son went on a mission to Cambodia and it was two years of pain and agony for me. And it wasn't because, oh, I missed him. And I, it was watching him suffer for two years. Okay. And, um, he watched two six-year-olds drown and die and the mom screaming, pulling them out. He got ran over several times and, and, and these things should have killed him. And he got this thing called bone crushing fever. He got concussions and um just had a really really hard time so every sunday i'd be so triggered by having to talk to him on the phone or zoom because i just knew it wasn't going to be oh you know and so finally i'm on my knees and i'm like heavenly father can you please lighten this and the spirit whispered back 
would you want me to take away something that will get him back to me? And I was like, well, absolutely not. And he was like, well, then why are you asking me now? And I was like, okay, bring on the snow globe. Mm-hmm. Let his snow globe shake, yeah. you know? And then I had to respect it and love it for what it was instead of wanting to take it from him. Mm-hmm. So. It feels like he's meant to be a giant. <laughs> well, you know, he has decided that maybe church isn't quite for him anymore, but that's okay too. Still another part of the journey. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't care how you get there. Just get there. Yeah. You yeah. know, so I'll just be his cheerleader and love him while he does what he does. Mm-hmm. And Mindy, that, that right there is freedom. Like yeah. what Alicia said, you, you're not, you're not attached to the outcome. You're no. like, Hey, I don't, I don't care how you do it. Just, just get there. But you're not like, no, right, you know, right. that's, that's such a, a place where so many people just mm-hmm. stay. Well, that's getting in their business and we mm-hmm. don't want to do that because we're going to miss out on our own lives. <laughs> yeah. I love how simple <laughs> how simple it is. And yet so complicated. We make it right. so complicated. Oh well, and it's just a matter of catching yourself and practicing it. Like, oh, here I am. Now I can plug one of these tools in if I want to, you know, and, yes. and then it becomes a game, but it has to be, you've got to be motivated to do it. Like mm-hmm. some people like to wallow in that pit. Yeah, they do right. like that sense of um, victimized, that victimized and- and it's habitual and and I don't I I'm fine with people laying in there until they're ready to stand up like I don't want to rush anyone through the healing process mm-hmm. but these are tools for me and how I got out of that state of mind yeah yes so, and, and I don't want to like, minimize anyone's experiment experience mm-hmm. either because some things take longer than others to get through for sure but you do have to make a choice and and even if you're in that pit right now and um you don't have the strength and you know it's it's your time to just like figure it out but you do have to make a choice mm-hmm. am i going to stay here or yeah. am i going to evolve at some point you have to make that decision for sure and that is what i love i had a friend ask me mindy what do you believe in and i free agency and choice I want you to be able to decide what you want to do for yourself. And I don't want to trample on it. And I don't want you to trample on mine. Mm-hmm. And you know so, what? The energy, when you say that sentence, what you just said, there's no attachments. And mm-hmm. it's so amazing how you share that. Yeah. And that's what people need. And that's actually what calls people to action when they feel not judged, not like pressured or felt pushed into, you know, getting somewhere. You know, like allowing them to to do it on their own timing. Well, and here's the fun part. You you mentioned the word judge. Um, that's people's business. Like mm-hmm. they get to judge if they want. And if I start worrying about whether they're judging me or not, I'm now in their business. Mm-hmm. So I had to shut mm-hmm. that down and be like, judge me or don't. I don't. It's a that's your life. And mm-hmm. I cannot worry about what you're thinking because mm-hmm. I can't know if it's true or not. But so I have to push those things aside and be like, it's none of, they are allowed to think about me, whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I've got to live my life to integrity mm. and to the best of my conscience. And I have to push those things aside because a lot of times we do let our decisions, um, in, they're influenced by what we think other people will think of us. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we are in their business. Mm-hmm. They don't think what they want. 
So make that decision out of love and what's going to be best for your conscience. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I honestly, to be truthful, being judgmental has been a challenging thing for me. Mm-hmm. All of us. All of yes. us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so oh, I needed that. Thank you. Okay. So, so far we have just covered the ground rules and in- one more. So, oh, oh, okay. 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 <laughs> we Do have it. seven let's and go. then we can, yes. we can pause it and say, come back later, whatever. No, let's keep going. Yes, for sure. So this last one is, it's a long one. Well, it's not long depth, but it's just, I can't, I don't know how to make it smaller. It's do not play the blame game. Be emotionally responsible for all of your thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and actions. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot blame how you're feeling on anyone else because you have chosen to feel that way. And so if there's someone that you're finding that you're starting to get upset around and you realize your best self is starting to falter, you now need to make a decision of where will I, where can I place myself to be the most loving person I can be? And that might be 50 miles away from that person. You know what I'm saying? I have a quick little baby story about that. Do we have time for yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. We have all the time. Okay, so I'm in Moab and I'm practicing my ground rules and my best self and, you know, number seven. My friend and I decide we want to get up super early and go see the sunrise. And it's a really cold morning and I'm watching my I'm watching my level of love fluctuate because I'm cold and I'm like, who knew that cold and wind could fluctuate how I feel about love, you know? So I'm watching that fluctuate and then we climb up to the top of the mountain and I realize we're at the wrong angle. We're going to miss the sunrise. So we climb down and we go over to this other mountain and we're sitting on it and we've got a good spot. Well, there's this girl that had been following us along and just she was there for the same reason. And she had this camera and she was clicking it. It was an old school camera. And all of a sudden she comes and I'm on the ledge, like stands right in front of me like I can reach out and grab her hair and braid it if I want to and it's a big ledge like she like I'm like there's so many other places to stand and you're gonna have the same view but she decided that standing right in front of me was the best spot for her oh dear okay so I started noticing that I was starting to dip below that level because I this is I don't go below here if I go below here I have to remove myself okay so I'm like oh And I turned to my friend and I said, I am losing my awareness of love. We have to move right now. And she noticed and was like, I am too. Let's move. So we get down and we move over and we find another spot. And it actually was a better spot. It was warmer. And we got to see the sunrise. And I was very happy with my performance, I guess. You know, if you look at at the good, better, best scale, I better. I thought I was at best, but. I started pondering about that experience and I only got to better. And here's why I was pondering it and deeply thinking about it. And I was like, kind of happy with myself that I had behaved so nicely, you know, instead of, Hey, get out of the way and punch her in the back of the head. No, I'd never do that. But But all of a sudden a voice said to me, you weren't there to see the sunrise. You were there to meet her. Mm. And I missed it. I missed it. Oh, dang. Oh, wow. And so I said to God, I said, the next time that that happens, please let me be aware of it. 
please let me be aware of it. Mm -hmm. And so just this last August, we went to Hawaii for my birthday and I got to have a repeat and I nailed it. So now I'm happy. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And because that kind of stuff never leaves you, you always wonder what role they they would have played in your life. Who was this beautiful person that could take pictures that I missed the opportunity to meet because I thought I was there to see the sunrise. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And traveling with you, Mindy, just on that trip that we went to, I, I see that you do like whenever there's people around you talk to them and you find out about their life and it's so beautiful. Like you don't let that opportunity go by all of these little pieces of love walking around that are from God. I'm like, how can I miss out on that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, we're all the pieces of the pie. So I have a little uh, question. When you started talking about the no blame game and being emotionally responsible, I love that because so often we're like, I just reacted this way because you made me or because you're doing something. So I know a little secret and I hope it's okay. I don't know if it's a secret really, but um, Alicia says that you carry around with you a little (laughs) bag of things that um, will, that you like to do if you end up in a situation where, you know, you need to entertain yourself or Mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit about that? Is that okay? I call it the, I do not abandon myself bag. Mm -hmm. Oh, I knew, I knew it was onto something (laughs) good. Before you go into that though, um, I wonder if, would it be okay with you if we did this as like how you would have done the worksheet around this, yes. like how you got to the we point can, of creating the, that the bag? bag? The bag came about because of a worksheet. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. Yes. So um, if you don't mind sharing that story or you can, you know, leave out whatever or however. No, you I, this, I have my husband's permission. So okay. this is okay, perfect. Totally great. Um, so the Byron Katie does these worksheets called the, the judge or neighbor worksheet. She has three worksheets. The first worksheet is what you complain about so that you can start recognizing what's bothering in your li- you in your life. What are those holes in your life when you walk down the sidewalk and keep falling in them? You can start recognizing them because a lot of people live mindlessly. They don't live mindfully. They just go on autopilot and they function through the day. And so this is kind of a mindful exercise of, okay, well, I complained about this and this person made me mad about this. Okay. And so then the next step you would take is called a judge or neighbor worksheet. And then from there is a one belief worksheet and they all, it just depends on what works best for you. So I will, I wish I had a visual of a judge or neighbor worksheet, but you can go on to byronkatie.com and click and get a free judge your neighbor worksheet. So and right. they're free and I print I've printed hundreds and hundreds of them mm-hmm. off the web and filled them out. And some of them you have to shred because you don't want people to see them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first one, call I have it here. Do you want me to read the question? Yeah, and I have mine in front of me, oh, okay. but yeah, if you want to hold it up, I don't know. Do people actually watch no, this? They, they don't they won't see it. this. It's just okay. audio. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So, so if you want to just read it, you read okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So let me let me zoom in because my eyes are getting <laughs> mine too. We know that. We know <laughs> we know all about that. Okay. So they're called the judge or neighbor worksheet. 
And the first question is, let's get to it. In this situation, who angers, confuses, saddens, disappoints, or disappoints you and why? And you can put any emotion in the blank, like you're filling in a sentence. And so what you have to do in these worksheets is go to um, a moment in time, one specific moment in time where the emotion is matching up with the moment. Like that is key to doing these worksheets. You don't want to just be like, oh, I'm mad at this person all the time. You have to come. Ooh, and there's the emotion list. There's on that same website, they have a full emotion list, front and back. Look, I've and you'll need that too, because yeah. some people don't even know how they're feeling about a situation. So you need to read through the emotion list and Super figure helpful. out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So the first question is, um, in this situation, oh, okay. Back to, I'm on, we're, it's Scott's birthday weekend. We're celebrating his birthday. We are we went to the movies all day the day before we slept over in a hotel. And then the next morning we're going to get up and we're going to go snowboarding and skiing. And, you know, we just do that for our birthdays. We, we go for the weekend or a few days and um, we wake up the next morning. We're in this beautiful hotel room and I'm happy because the kids are taken care of and there's no responsibilities. And I'm here with my husband and I'm sitting there in my blankie and I look over and he's on his phone. And I'm like, I want some attention, you know, and, and he loves his phone. Okay. And so I roll over, I start pestering him and he's getting annoyed and it's his birthday, you know, like he should be able to do what he wants on his birthday. And I finally grab my phone and text him. Hi, you know, (laughs) and he's just getting more annoyed with me because, um, it looks like I'm being needy to him and I'm wanting to connect. So we're both seeing the same situation from different lenses. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's where we're at. This is the emotion. Okay. This is the moment in time that I'm picking to do this worksheet on. Okay. Tell me, is that coming? I think that that's, uh, yes, I love it. It's crucial to bring it down to a moment like that. Yes, and it has to be, or the worksheets don't work. And a lot of people are like, this didn't work. I'm like, well, did you pick out a moment in time? Well, no. Okay, well, that's Mm, like number one. You've got to, it's got to be moment. Precise. I am frustrated with Scott because he won't put his phone down. This means that he doesn't want to be with me. Okay, so that's question number one. Number two, in this situation, how do you want them to change? What do you want them to do? I want Scott to get off his phone. I want him to roll over and pay attention to me. I want Scott to put down what he's doing and talk to me. And also, if you're going to take the time to do these worksheets, you've got to be honest with yourself. Like, you've and you've got to be as petty and as lame and as, and as, as, ridiculous as you know how to be on these worksheets because nobody else is going to see them you can shred them but it does you no good not to be honest on them because some people have a really hard time like well i don't i don't want you know they have a hard time being honest yeah i feel like that's a really good point mindy because so often in a conversation we uh, get to the point where we have analyzed everything and now we can verbalize everything in a way that makes us feel right in a situation. You know yeah. what I mean? And mm-hmm. so we could totally do that on this worksheet for sure. And, and make that person wrong. Yeah. But it's not about them. It's about 
Well, yeah. and here's the thing so you too, have to be vulnerable with yourself. You get to make that person. That's, this is the nice thing is you get to make that person. You're better off making them more wrong on this worksheet. And, and you'll see why in a minute. Okay. Okay. Like you it. want them, you are being judgy and you are being condemning and you are being pathetic and you are being, I could do all back. those things really well. Okay. Right? So <laughs> you are going to spill it out hardcore. And sometimes it's embarrassing. Like I will share some worksheets with people and I'm like, Hey, listen, I am just being as petty and immature as I possibly can. So, okay. because I'm not going to waste my time. Like I'm either going to work through it, unravel it, and get over it, but I'm not going to waste my time by not being honest on it. Mm-hmm. So okay. I want you to be as petty on these as possible. Mm-hmm. So the next one is number three uh, in this situation. What advice would you offer to them? And I want to do a little side note. When you are shooting on someone, that's being in their business. So we, and I know it sounds what it sounds like. It's, it's on purpose. Like we don't should on each other here. If we should each other, you have to go do what you shouldn't. <laughs> okay. I'm only laughing because I actually said this in church once at the oh, pulpit. It was hilarious. <laughs> I love and it. Half, half of the congregation gasped because they said, <laughs> we need to stop shooting on ourselves. And everybody's like, and I'm like, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. It was mm-hmm. so funny. Oh my goodness. Right. I love that. Anita, that's it was, fantastic. it was a shocker. It was a shocker. I would have stood up and said, hallelujah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I bet you would have. So this is where you get to say should or shouldn't. Um, Scott should put down his phone. Or you, it gives you a should with a slash shouldn't. So you decide which where, where you're going on this one. Scott should put down his phone. Scott should talk to me. Scott should give me attention. Scott should want to spend quality time with me. Scott should not ignore me. Okay. And so, and then she gives an examples down below of how she filled out the worksheet. So you can kind of use that as a guide. And then number four, in order for you to to be happy in this situation what do you need them to think say feel or do i need scott to snuggle with me scott should be playful with me scott should want to be with me scott should be happy that we have alone time together yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of shoulds right i am shitting on him he's buried yeah. in should right now oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so number five yeah. is what do you think of them in this situation? Make a list. Remember, be petty and judgmental. Okay. So, and this is so silly to me now. That's why I can share it. But it was so serious at the time. Yeah. Um, Scott is neglectful, selfish, distant, cold, stupid, distracted, thoughtless, uncaring, and inconsiderate. <laughs> okay. And then number six, what is it about this situation you don't ever want to experience again? I don't ever want to be neglected, ignored, or be treated so thoughtless again. Okay. So that is a full filled out worksheet. Now at the bottom of this worksheet, there's four questions. The first one is, is it true? The second one is, can you absolutely know that it's true? The third one is, how do you react when that, when that happens or when you believe that thought? And the fourth one is, who would you be without that thought? So you will take those four questions and you will take sentence by sentence on that worksheet and put those four questions against it, okay? And 
does that make sense at all to you guys? Sorry, my dog. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so right here, I would go to up to number one. I'm frustrated with Scott because he won't put his phone down. And I would have to say to myself, is that true? Is that absolutely true? And you can say yes or no, but in now doing these worksheets, I can say no. I mean, in that situation, what I'm really frustrated with is myself and how I'm behaving. You know, but at the time I didn't know that I was being like, no, no, I'm really frustrated with him because he won't pay attention to me, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would now say, no, that's not true. And then can you absolutely know that it's true? Is Scott always like that? Is he always, I want Scott to get off his phone. I want him to roll over and pay attention to me. And then you have to, I feel like I'm not saying this clearly right now. Let me back up a little bit. So you would just say, can you absolutely know that that's true? That thought. And no, he doesn't behave like that all the time. Like an absolute truth is something that happens all the time, you know? And then how do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? So that's where you get that negative emotion list that that Alicia just showed us. And you will go through that negative emotion list. How do you act? How do you react when you believe that thought that Scott's not paying attention to me? Um, I will list down every single negative word that matches that situation. And here's where, um, what I look at it is like, is a, say you have a frying pan and you've cooked some scrambled eggs in it and it has that crusty layer, that skin of egg on it, okay? Mm -hmm. And things usually when you clean them up get messier before they get cleaner. Mm -hmm. Like when you have to sort, so like you'll soak a pan and that egg will come up and the water will be gross and messy and the pan just looks messier. But once you dump that gets- water out, it's cleaner. Mm-hmm. And it gets all over your brush and you can't get the egg out of the right, brush. Right, right. So I, this is I kind had of no idea we were going to talk about part. egg skin. This is that stoking part of yeah. this feels heavier. This feels messier. This doesn't feel like I'm getting anywhere, but it has to happen. Like you cannot skip mm-hmm. this step. So you go through that list and you say, how do I react? What happens when I believe that thought? And you go through that negative emotion list and you put that up against um, Scott doesn't pay attention to me. Well, I feel bad and sad and and you just go through and usually I come up with like 50, 50 words to match that. Okay. Then, um, this is the money part. Who would you be without that thought? So you have to go back to that situation and you have to imagine yourself. There I am laying in my bed and I cannot even think the words Scott is not paying attention to me. I can't even imagine that can't even exist. Who are you in that situation without that thought? And so you sit there and you think, I'm just a girl laying in a bed, warm, comfortable, having like, I'm not responsible for my children right now. I'm having a complete break. Who am I in in that moment without that thought? I'm just a girl living my life, breathing the free air, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And so then you, and then you get the positive emotion list and you match that up with that situation um without that thought so in that situation if i can't even think that scott's not paying attention to me who am i in that situation well i'm happy i'm open i'm excited i'm and all then you get another list of happiness Mm -hmm. so then you look at both sheets you look at both questions with the thought and without the thought they are equally true they are equally true and you get to make your choice right then and there do i want to be that person that's without the thought or do I want to be that person with thought 
because the thought is really the only thing that's dragging me down right now. Mm-hmm. It's not Scott. It's not anyone else, but me believing that thought. And I want to intersect really quick, just because I personally know this from experience that with the thought, it could literally ruin your whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Do you want that? I mean, tell me what you want. Tell me what you yes. want. Yeah. <laughs> want to jump back in the hole? Right. Yeah. Right. So to me, because people are like, well, he did this or, you know, the, the, but I'm like, take that thought because really the thought is what's causing your suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can grab that thought in the moment and decide, do I want that thought or do I want to live without that thought? And then you get to choose. Mm-hmm. So I typically like to pick the happier one without the thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. And honestly, not that this is really, you know, any of the point, but on a birthday, you have mm-hmm. so many people that are reaching out to you. Right. And, oh, for and sure. just when you want to like Absolutely. say thank you, you know what I mean? And so for it's sure. like well, uh, allowing you- him to, to live in that moment of what is his birthday right it's wonderful like all of a sudden Mm -hmm. I'm like oh my gosh this is what this man wants to do and how he wants to celebrate so back off (laughs) you know I want to be able to celebrate how I want to celebrate Mm -hmm. and he finds so much information so much joy from his phone who am I to get in his way you know so the turnarounds would be and well I don't have them right in front of my face and they're super key to this so let me see if we can come right up the first turnaround would be to the self which would be okay so you've got Scott doesn't pay attention to me um the first turnaround would be to the self I don't pay attention to me so how in that moment am I not paying attention to me well hello I'm totally in his business trying to get in his face and this is where the I do not abandon myself bag was born. Oh and my thought, goodness. Wow. I thought I need to have a bag. And now I don't necessarily have to carry it around anymore because I feel like I'm skilled enough to, to make things happen for myself, you know, but yeah. in this bag, I would put everything that reminded me of me that brought me back to me. So if it was books, if it was journals, if it was on my phone, I always have a playlist, podcasts, treats, snacks. In this bag was everything that I love for me. And when we travel, I would take it with me always. And and when I watch myself breaking any ground rule, I am losing the awareness of love in that. I will get in my bag and just start going, oh, yes, I'm back. Sorry. I'm sorry I left. I left the party, you know. Does that make sense? Yeah. So good. Oh my goodness. This bag can be whatever you want in it, but I I carried it around for years. (laughs) And it was fun because my daughter during this time we had moved and she'd gone to a new school and um, they have a bench outside on the playground. and, And when you need a buddy, you go sit on it and she's brand new. So she goes and sits on the bench because shouldn't have a friend, you know, it's a new school and it's the start of the school year. And she comes home and she's just sobbing. She's like, mom, I even sat on the buddy bench and no one came to be my friend. Mm. And I go, guess what, sis? Whose job is it to be your friend? And she's like, it's my job, mom. And I go, okay, so let's make you a bag, your own. I do not abandon myself bag. 
and you're going to take it to school with you and you're going to learn how to like you. Mm-hmm. And so she took it to school and, and we got like sidewalk chalk and marbles and Play-Doh and these little jump rope thingies. And <laughs> she would take that out to recess with her. And the next thing you know, she was swarmed with friends. And then she took it again. She only had to take the I do not abandon myself bag twice. And then she was surrounded by friends. Mm-hmm. And powerhouse so- moment. Yeah, that's amazing, especially for kids to be able to yeah, have that kids. power for themselves. Right. Like, and how can- fun that bag is for them. Yeah. Right, right. And like to look forward, like, I'm going to go get my bag out. And it's okay because this, this mm-hmm. is a fun bag that represents me, you mm-hmm. know? So she did that. And it's just so fun because just with these things, like in that same school year, there was a girl there that really, really struggled. And some would say bully, but I just like to say struggle because I feel like bullies are just misunderstood also. Um, And she came up to her and she was like, to my daughter, Malin, she goes, Malin, you're an idiot. And Malin had been practicing this stuff with me. And she thought about it. And she was like, and in that moment, she was like, I don't have to believe this thought. And she goes, you know what? And I'm going to change the girl's name. We'll call her Betty. She goes, you know what, Betty? I don't see it that way, but your hair sure is pretty. Mm-hmm. And just for this fourth grade girl, she's mm-hmm. now in ninth grade, but for her to be able to not believe that negative thought in that moment was breathtaking. It was so fun. It is. And we can practice it too and have the same power. Mm-hmm. Learning yes. at such a young age. Can you imagine what she's going to be like when she's a grown woman, you know? Yeah. Unless I annoy her so much that she has to rebel against me for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Which could happen. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Just because simply you're the mom. Mm -hmm. Yes. So the next turnaround would be um, to the other. I am not paying attention to Scott. So how in the moment am I not paying attention to Scott? Well, I'm not paying attention to his needs. He wants to be on his phone. He wants to do what he wants to do. And if I was paying attention to that, I would allow him to do that. And I would be like, oh my gosh, enjoy yourself. I hope you have the best birthday ever. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Make sense? Mm -hmm. And then the last one would be to the opposite. Scott is not paying attention to me. Or what's the opposite of paying attention? Scott is paying attention. Ignoring? Oh, oh, okay, gotcha. Scott is paying attention to me. He's aware that I'm in that bed. He's aware that I'm right there. You know, he is paying attention to me. He's just doing what he'd like to do. Mm-hmm. And and so then you get to have all of these different perspectives of what's really going on in that situation. And then you can make a better choice. Yeah. So... That's kind of how a worksheet works. Beautiful. Thank you. It's such a clear example and it's so good. Uh, They are the funnest things. And sometimes you'll get through one and you'll be like, this isn't working and, and, or you won't trust the process. So you don't finish it. But that's what I plead with people is that they'll just trust the process. Just go through the whole thing. And the one belief worksheet, that's usually like a full on dig in surgery like that one's like you got to dig deep and you want to spend the time they take me about three hours so I usually do the first part the second part and the third part within three days one for each day Mm -hmm. and does that am I Mm -hmm. saying that clear because I think about this you go to therapy and you get 50 minutes and it's like 120 dollars 
And then you have to wait for a whole nother week to get it done. And I, you are saving money mm-hmm. by doing yes. oh, yeah. and getting clear results too. Mm-hmm. You so. can either spend the three hours doing the worksheet or the three hours, which I'm sure we all spend being in upset. Yeah. Yes. 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 Sorry. I was trying to feel like we, I was darking out on so. you guys, but yeah, no. Oh. You, and here's the thing too. Sometimes, sometimes I like to give it a day um before mm-hmm. I'll do a worksheet but you can do it at any time yeah but I like and, to and so Mindy all of these worksheets are accessible on byronkatie.com mm-hmm. everything yeah and and are they free yes they're free she even has well her app's like a dollar but and she has a podcast that you yeah. can listen to so mm-hmm. I I do usually listen to when I'm in the car, I'll I'll listen to one of her podcasts mm-hmm. every day. Do you know what that podcast is called? It's yes. Hold on, let me get it on my phone. I mean, I just googled Byron Katie, but I think it's called At Home with Byron yeah, Katie. Yeah, I think it is. Okay, I'm looking to. Yeah, and she these are she's still doing this. These are live today happening kind of things. So mm-hmm. uh, that's amazing. Oh my yeah. goodness! So we like people listening can access it immediately. The yes. podcast, yep. the worksheets. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Now I have a couple of questions for you. Do you do anything in the community or I know you're in school right now, but is there anything that you are um, doing currently? Because I know um, Alicia has been through some to some of your Evolve events. Are you still doing those or and can you, know you what? register? We, we were doing them. And have you ever heard of the imposter syndrome? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, so I was being plagued by that and I thought, okay, oh how do you gosh. get rid of that? Will you go, go to school, you know? So, uh, my friend and I, we were doing evolve and I mean, I still, everything that I've learned, I still does not trump what I've got going on with Byron Katie for me personally. You know what I'm saying? Like everything. And I graduate in December, like on December. Oh my 15th. gosh. <gasps> Congratulations. Yeah. So I would still have to go get a master's degree to be a therapist or anything like that. This is just a little yeah. baby bachelor's degree, but still. <laughs> yeah, you're um, in action and that's amazing. So mm-hmm. I wanted to rid myself of that imposter's syndrome, syndrome. before mm-hmm. I continued on with this but I if anyone ever wanted to sit down and do a worksheet with me oh my gosh that would be like pure delight because a worksheet will always help you anyone else's worksheet will help you like it unravels your own stuff too like when I've heard Alicia share a worksheet it's helped me in my life like it's it it's a double-edged sword in a good way you know yes oh mm-hmm. amazing it's so funny that you asked if we've heard of imposter syndrome and Alicia and I do a <laughs> podcast I know <laughs> um, so that's so are you on social media oh heavens Here's- no I'll answer that <laughs> oh okay, no. okay. <laughs> and it's only because I don't want to be in everyone's business mm-hmm. and that is a full-on frenzy of being in each other's business yeah wow and I'm not mature enough to handle it (laughs) I don't know how many spiritual slaps I can get in one episode (laughs) okay (laughs) and for me I'm sure there's many people out there that can handle it but I found myself in such and I shut it down eight years ago I found myself going, why am I tormenting myself with this? I just feel like crap after I look at it or a part of it. 
So I, I shut it down and I did have a bit of withdrawals for a few months, but now I'm, I'm like, why is everyone on that? It's, you know, mm -hmm. but that's again, then their business, you can be on it if you want. <laughs> it's so true that one of true. my most powerful experiences is in that arena where I was like, when you're talking about being in somebody else's business or just being in your own business, I was like, there was a, a situation in my life that had me consumed with anger and like, yeah, I was just overwhelmed with that. And my husband literally said, why haven't you unfollowed that person? Right. Because I would be like, oh my gosh, you should see what he just posted. <laughs> and he's like, why are you following? I just Right? Why are you in following? his business? And, and <laughs> um, the minute that I unfollowed him, it disappeared from my Life. mind. From and I was like, how, could, how did I not think of that? Oh my word. <laughs> it, some things are super simple and I hate how simple they are and how I feel. Uh, I'm like, oh my goodness. And, oh. Then, uh, and then I'd say somebody would be like, oh, did you see what so-and-so posted? I'm like, please, right. I unfollowed him for a reason. I suggest you unfollow as well. Right, right. <laughs> and, but, and, oh I, and I'll even help people when they want to do that. I'm like, uh, it's none of my business. Like I will say oh, that right goodness. up front. It's none of my business. Or if I can see it in others, it's in me. So I don't even want to talk about it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So a couple of last questions, Alicia, do you want to? Um, yeah. Any? So I'm just curious what other things besides, I know that you like to go hiking and be at, like one of your favorite places is Moab, right? Absolutely, That's where you yeah. love to be. Um, yeah. what other modalities and things do you do to just bring joy into your life? You know what? I, that human connection like is probably one of the most satisfying things is just being able to connect with other humans is mm -hmm. so that's something that feels an appetite, you know, mm -hmm. um, but any, any new thing, I will try anything. Like I love adventure and I lack a fear gene. So nothing scary. Oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was just about to say we align so well because oh. like love and connection are my two top things. And then you said you lack fear and then now we're not aligning at all. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you're so it's, you're a, an adventurer, yes. I will yes. If you're okay. like, hey, let's go try this out, I'm like, okay, let's do it. Oh my gosh. Okay, That's awesome. Sorry, my dog. I love it. That's okay. She, uh, she can say what she needs to say to yeah. me. Let's try to stay out of her business. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then um, oh. go ahead, Alicia. Do you have a favorite book? Oh, like, like a self-help book? Any, or just anything. Like a novel book. What's, what's the book that just like ripped you at your soul and you're like, wow, this is so transformative. I know you mentioned um, Brene Brown. But okay, so it's... like novel-wise, The Hiding Place by Corey Ten Boom. Okay. And when she is this, and it's a true story, and she's this beautiful woman that went through the concentration camps with her sister, and she found gratitude in fleas. Oh, I remember that. Read that, that I was mm -hmm. like, how does one get to that point? How does one and. Mm -hmm. What they were able to do, they were so malnourished that she could, I think she could put her Bible in between her shoulder blades mm -hmm. and hide it. 
Oh and so gosh. when they hid it, so they got to go in this room, but and the room was covered with fleas. And so none of the guards could come in the room because they hated the fleas, but that they could all sit and read the Bible together because of these fleas. And they were so oh. grateful for fleas. Wow. And I was like, wow. I want to be like that. But to <laughs> be like that requires some awful things have to happen to you. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so oh, be word. careful what you wish for. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. So that one would be we, my most favorite. Oh, I remember okay. awesome. um, when I was in your program, um, you did quote a lot from the book, As a Man Thinketh. Oh, that's a brilliant one. And that's yes. such a good one, too. Yes. Like, okay, I'm going to share this quote with you. It's right here in front of my face. Hold on. It's my most favorite quote of all time. Where are you, little buddy? Hold on. Um, circumstance does not make the man, it reveals himself to himself. Mm. So a circumstance oh. and how you behave in it will reveal to you what you need to do or who you are. Yeah. And so I love that one mm -hmm. so much because it's so telling and so telling. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it's painful, but you got to face it. You got and own it and work through it. So mm -hmm. That one, I love that. Yes, as a man think, and it's like teeny. It's like two it's pages so long. quick. Yes, yeah, it's so quick. I love it yeah. too. Yeah, Anita. Well, um, no, I just wanted to just express our gratitude, Mindy, for taking the time aside. We know you're in school. We know you're a busy mom, and just in the community helping. Um, so many people. So thank you so much for making space in your day to share what you share shared today again this episode was filled with spiritual slaps <laughs> in the best way the best way <laughs> well those are slaps that teach you because one of one day Anita I'm going to share with you the worksheet that I learned worksheets are learning how to turn the other cheek I always wanted to know what that meant or what that truly was the the loving way to turn the other cheek not where one's a victim and one takes it or and worksheets to me Mm -hmm. when you flip it it's a you get slapped and then when you flip that and make that turn around you get to see the full 180 so you turn the other cheek so these oh, they're teach, amazing you want to get slapped girlfriend I know <laughs> I know I do because I'm seeing things that I normally wouldn't see and so oh my goodness I can't wait to do a worksheet with you I, I want to do I all the time. worksheets with you I have some printed off if you want one <laughs> okay <laughs> Wonderful. They're ready to go, ready to be oh filled out. <laughs> they are wonderful. Yeah, they have just, yeah, I would, but they take a minute. They take a minute yeah. to practice. Yeah. So to me, if you're patient and don't give up in the on the process, you'll win. You'll win this mm -hmm. and you'll, you'll find yourself. And well, I did and more so than oh, I ever goodness. have before. There's still, yeah. I look forward to the times when I get confused or grumpy or upset because now I have a way to work through it and see what where my part is in it yeah and thank you so Beautiful. much for sharing that healing journey with us mm -hmm. and we hope that it makes a difference for others out there and mindy do you have any evolved events coming up or planned at all no oh, i it, you know that fill the dreams if what is that one if you build it they'll come mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i just have always you know, and, and maybe the season's not quite here yet. Who knows? But 
I'm open to it. Like, so I'm just open and whatever Beautiful. happens, happens. Mm -hmm. you know? and so we will let you know if there is an event on the horizon at mm -hmm. whatever point. Um, we're so grateful for everybody that's here today. And we, if you found value, which of course we did, I, I am just like feeling like I'm flying with all of this, you know, inspiration. And so please share this episode with others so that they can also have those tools and learn more about how they can heal and heal um, in a very intimate way. And Athena, for free, yes, go I for it. One thing. So on that worksheet on number six, do you know where I called Scott all of those mean names? Mm, yeah. Okay, let me get to it. I'm so sorry. I should have finished it. And I didn't, but this is super, it's my favorite part and so important. Let okay. Yes. It. Yes. I'm glad you thought of it. You spoke up about it. <laughs> and I'm sorry for interrupting you on that too. No, that's what we do. Hey, when we get inspired, we've got to share those thoughts. We can't just let them like, go I by. can't leave you unfinished. No, just a good. second. Okay, we're getting closer. Sorry, this PowerPoint has like 800 slides in it. <laughs> we'll have to do another episode with your PowerPoint. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on question five, what do you think of them in this situation? I know Scott is neglectful, selfish, distant, cold, mm -hmm. stupid, distracted. You yeah. have to flip that to yourself. That's why you need to be as petty and ridiculous because you. I have to now say, in that situation, I am neglectful, selfish, distant, cold, stupid, distracted, thoughtless, uncaring, and inconsiderate. And then I have oh to go God. through and see where I was. Well, yeah, I was neglectful because I didn't want to let him do what he wanted to do on his birthday. And yeah, I was selfish because I wanted him to pay attention to me when he wanted to do something else. And yeah, then I acted distant and snotty and, and made him suffer. And I was cold and I was stupid in that situation. And I was distracted and thoughtless. And I could see myself in all of those things. So that's what's yes. fun about number five is when you are petty, you know, you're going to have to flip that back onto yourself. And then you own it, which is another yeah. freedom. And then number six says, in the situation, well, I don't ever want to experience again. I don't ever want to be neglected, ignored, or be treated so thoughtless again. And you have to flip that and say, I'm willing to and look forward to being neglected, ignored, and being treated so thoughtless again. Because I have not finished my work if I still feel that way in that situation. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, oh, I'm so glad that you brought that back around. So sorry. I was like, oh, wait, those are very important keys to this. <laughs> no, for sure. And and I feel like it encompasses um, coming from a place of powerlessness, being mm -hmm. the victim, to mm -hmm. giving us our power back. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you can make a choice in that decision. And that is your life. So you can live that, it to your best ability. And that's the goal of our podcast is to empower empower you and to empower women and to empower human, the human race. So mm -hmm. thank you for bringing that back around. That was the epic ending to this episode. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Mindy. You're amazing. And I want to meet your love parents. You. I love you. <laughs> we'll, we'll go, we'll, we'll take you to uh, the Lotus Cafe because my mom oh, loves love it there. Let's go. They love it there. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Love you guys. Thank, Thank you for, you for joining us share. today. <laughs> Until next time. Thanks, okay. Mindy. See you. Bye.